What is the single most versatile tool of a prepper? Well, some preppers think that would be a knife. Some think maybe a water filter or a fire starter. And others will say a bug-out bag filled with meds and toilet paper and firearms. But we have a different answer. We think that it is paracord. Yes, paracord. Today we're going to talk about 24 ways it can be used, and some may surprise you. So stay with us. Welcome to Practical Prepping. Today is July 28th, 2023, and guess what? This is episode number 400. Woohoo! You know, I'm going to tell you, we're here to help everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way, whether that would be a natural disaster like a hurricane or a tornado, or something like a lockdown or inflation or even food shortages. You need to be prepared. Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Mark. And today we'll be talking about 24 uses for paracord, some that you may not have thought about. And if you'd like the full notes for this episode, go to practicalprepping.info slash 400. I really thought you were going to do 400 uses for paracord. There probably are, but I just pulled out 24. Well, how about like 400 flavors of taco? 400 flavors of taco. Hmm. Maybe 400 places to visit on your bucket list. We're celebrating the number 400. Yes, we are celebrating number 400. And it's all because of our listeners. You know, it is. And we appreciate that. We have so much love for our listeners and we love to get feedback from you and just emails to see how we're doing is is just always exciting to us. It really is. Whether it's an email or whether it is a message through Messenger, Mm -hmm. Carrier Pigeon, whatever way you can get in touch with us. Or a message on our Facebook page, Practical Prepping. Yes, we do enjoy that. But we need a favor, and it won't cost you a penny. Oh, that's cool. To keep this podcast growing, we're asking you to tell one person about the podcast. Just one person. Tell one person about the podcast or share it on your social media. And that will help us so much, and we will greatly appreciate that. Let's talk about these 24 prepper uses for paracord. Well, I learned something about the word paracord. Mm -hmm. I love learning these things, don't you? I do. Paracord is short for parachute cord. It's a lightweight nylon rope, and it was originally used in the suspension lines of parachutes. I remember my uncle, who had a military connection, brought some parachute cord to us. Gosh, this was back in the late 60s. And he said, you cannot break it. And he wasn't kidding. I mean, it it was a small, less than like three-eighths of an inch in diameter. And he said, you can't break it. But we tried, but he was right. You could not break it. And today, it has become well known for its strength, its durability, and its versatility. And paracord's made up of a braided outer sheath and multiple inner strands, usually made of nylon as well. It's used a lot in camping and 
survival situations. Uh, a lot of people use paracord for crafting. You know, fer- several years ago, it became popular as a bracelet type of a pattern. And uh, I know that young boys and girls both were wearing paracord bracelets. And they knew that at any time they could actually disassemble the bracelet and have a pretty good length of paracord for whatever use they would need to tie something around or tie up their loose pant legs or whatever you can think of that you would need tough, durable, heavy string type cordage for. Let's go into some of those 24 prepper uses. Now, the first one is building shelters. Okay. You can use paracord to tie down tarps and create a framework for a makeshift shelter. The tarp shelter is probably the easiest to make. You tie it between two trees, not real high off the ground. This is really dependent on how large your tarp is. And then you make an A-frame. You just throw the tarp over it and anchor the ends. And You've kind of created a little instant tent in yes, a sense. Yes, you've made a little A-frame tent. Another thing you can use paracord for would be to secure your gear. You can use paracord to tie down or maybe even secure your equipment You know, in backpacks or tents. You can even secure your food by putting it in containers that have handles, and you can pull it up into a tree with a paracord. Or in a bag. Yeah, sure. In a lot of places when you're camping, it's required that you put your food up into the tree away from the bears. Well, don't bears climb trees? Well, they climb trees, but you throw it over a limb, and Ah. you're not having it close to the tree. It's out away from the tree. They'd rather get something quick, fast, and easy, not have to work hard for it. You put it up 15 feet Mm -hmm. high, and a bear can't stand up and get it. Smart. But now if you put it at eight foot, that bear's likely to get it. So (laughs) that's one thing that you can do with that. Now, you can also create traps and snares. Okay. You can construct snares or traps for catching small game or for securing food sources. You can set it up like a clothesline, too. You can hang your wet clothes on there, or even if your gear has gotten plopped into the river and is soaking wet, you know, just throw it up onto a paracord line, let it dry naturally. Mm -hmm. You can also create a makeshift belt. You can use it to tie around you to secure your clothing. We used to use hay strings. We always had hay strings in the back of the truck. I have seen hay strings used as suspenders. (laughs) You can make suspenders, but it, I mean, it makes a great way to secure your pants. Now, this is one that's an interesting use. We've kind of talked about bow drills, you know, for making a fire, and we've seen it demonstrated on television. And I will tell you that it's one of the more difficult ways to try to get a fire started. It's not impossible, but paracord can be used to create a bow drill for fire starting, there's a way to tie it around a stick in mm-hmm. such a way that it'll allow the stick to pivot and twirl at a high rate of speed, hopefully to get some friction started and a little bit of smoke, and then poof, there's your fire. There you go. You can also build a makeshift ladder. You can use the paracord to tie together branches or poles to create a ladder. I never actually thought about that because mm-hmm. the paracord is very strong. I've seen rope ladders. Now, rope ladders are not made with the rope as the step. It's the rope is going up the sides, and it will fold up or roll up into a much smaller area to be able to carry that ladder. In a pinch, if you want to sleep in the tree, 
you can throw it over the limbs and you can make a ladder to get yourself up in the tree and I would get higher than my food. You'd have to have a lot <laughs> of paracord because that's, that's a lot of yardage. Well, you just need one strand for each side. Yes, but if, if you need, you know, 12 feet for each side, that's 24 feet of paracord exactly. you'll need. Exactly. So well, I think there's 100 feet of paracord in each one of our bags. Yay. So there's plenty there to work with. Let me tell you what else you can use a paracord for. You can create a leash, even a collar for your pet. I think you've done this. I've done that. <laughs> I arrested a lady one night for DUI. Oh, dear. And she had a dog in the car. Uh-huh. And I can't put the dog in my car. Animal control is closed. And so I called a friend of mine and said, can you come and pick this dog up? He actually knew the lady as well. Mm. And he came down and I made a about a six-foot leash for that dog for him to be able to take it. I see. And another time we found a dog that was running loose and we tied it to their clothesline so the dog could run back and forth. But we used paracord to tie from the clothesline to the dog's collar. Smart. Now, this next one, you really have to be careful, and it has to be a last option. And that's creating a tourniquet. Oh. And the reason being is it's going to cut into that arm or that leg. Oh, so see. we want to be real careful and use this as a last-ditch effort for first aid. Something else you can use a paracord for, you can create an emergency pulley system. You can construct a simple pulley system for lifting or even moving heavy objects. Mm -hmm. and so paracord's got the strength and durability to be lashed around something if you need to pull. If you don't have the strength to pull it yourself, that paracord can help you. Yes, and you could not only build a single pulley, but you could build a double pulley and be able to run it through and make it much easier to pull the weight that's on that. Smart. This one we do, we have it right here in the front yard, in the backyard, and that is to make an anchor for the antenna for the ham radio wire antennas. Now, that's pretty smart. It's done every day by ham radio operators. <laughs> Yay. And you have to really be looking for it to see it. I see. And what we do is the wire goes out to the length that it needs to be. And in our case, it's a 45 feet on one end and it's 90 feet on the other for a total of 135 feet. And then there are insulators on the end of that, and we call them dog bones. You anchor the wire to the dog bone, and then you put the paracord through it, and that's what you go out to your tree to hold this. That's how we have made an inverted V in our backyard. Smart. Now, we're going to talk about a few craft uses for paracord. I mentioned earlier making that bracelet. They actually call it a survival bracelet. It's got a certain kind of a braid and pattern to it. And it's woven paracord into a bracelet for easy access. And it's usually buckled on the end with one of those snap-in type buckles. It's easy on, easy mm -hmm. off. And yes, in the time of an emergency, if you have to encounter any of these things we've just talked about, you can undo it from the buckle and it will release that braid pattern. And now you've got however length of paracord. It's pretty lengthy, too. Mm -hmm. I think when we had a couple made one time, I think there were like 18 feet. Oh, I see. Okay. In, in that bracelet. Now... You can make a lanyard with it and make a keychain. You can 
make all sorts of things to be able to hold tools or keys or other small items. Attaching it to a water bottle is a great place to put it. Hmm. Just all kinds of things that you can make those patterns for the the bracelet or the lanyard. You could probably even apply some kind of almost a macrame kind of a pattern to it, you know, because macrame is nothing but a system of decorative knots. Mm -hmm. And you could macrame some paracord around something, and that'd be beautiful. Sure. You can also, and I've seen it on a lot of knives, make a handle wrap. And I've seen people that would put it on the end of like an entrenching tool. But using it for a knife handle is a very, very common thing. Makes a more durable grip. Mm-hmm. And it's especially if you've got sweaty palms or right. you're in the rain and you need a better grip on the handle of your tool or your knife or what have you. And you have more paracord with you. True. Now let's take a break for our sponsors. And then we're going to talk about the inner strands that many of you don't know that you can use those independently of the outer covering of the paracord. Hang on for the sponsor break. You have your threat assessment and plan in place. Check. You have food stocked up. Check. You have your get-home bag. Check. You have your fire and first aid supplies. Check. You have a generator and auxiliary heat source. Check. You have everything you need to keep your family safe, happy, and fed for a month. Except water. A family of four would need a minimum of 120 gallons just for a month. That's a lot of water. It's heavy, and it takes up a lot of space. For less than the cost of water containers to store that 120 gallons, you can have a family-sized Pro One gravity water filter. Then, as long as you can source water from a creek, a stream, river, lake, pond, even a mud hole, you can have crystal clear, clean drinking water. We have the big plus. Not only is it the backbone of our emergency water plan, we use it every day. It makes the water taste better. It is so simple to operate. Just put unfiltered water into the top portion and clean, safe water comes out into the bottom portion. The Pro One Gravity Water Filter takes out over 200 contaminants, including viruses, bacteria, parasites, heavy metals, herbicides, and pesticides, microplastics, acids, pharmaceuticals, and more. There's a Pro One Gravity Water Filter for you. Go to our website, www.practicalprepping.info. Click on that link and check it out. We've experienced food shortages in the grocery stores from supply chain issues. Now we're hearing from farmers how food harvests are decreasing and will likely get smaller. We could find ourselves staring at empty pantry shelves or standing in food lines. Yes, it could happen in America. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good for 25 years, super survival food. This is that next tier level of food storage we've talked about on the podcast. These kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant, and stack easily. They have delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners, You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add water, simmer, and serve. Right now, you can go to 4Patriots.com and use the code PREPPER to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. 
They're called For Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com and use the code PREPPER to get 10% off. That's fourpatriots.com. Use the code PREPPER. Start building your stockpile today. Okay, let's talk about these inner strands. Now, the inner strands are often referred to as the guts or the core strands, but it's those that are inside that nylon sheath. Now, paracord comes in several different weights or strengths. The 550 paracord, that has a minimum breaking strength of 550 pounds, and it has that nylon outer sheath, and it contains seven inner strands. So there's also the 325 paracord that has a minimum breaking strength of, you guessed it, 325 pounds, and it typically contains three of those inner strands. And then you've got the granddaddy, the 750 paracord. Now, you don't see this very often, Hmm. but it has a minimum breaking strength of 750 pounds, and it typically contains 11 inner strands. It's got to be a fatter diameter, too, oh, it is. I'm thinking. It is. It's fat. <laughs> fat paracord. But if you need something to tie down and stay tied and, <laughs> and not, not go break. anywhere, <laughs> uh, you, you could double that up several times and pull a vehicle with it. Gotcha. But anyway, let's talk about the inner strands. One thing that you can do with it is use it as a cordage extender. Hmm. In situations where you need additional length, the inner strands can be used to extend the length of your paracord or create smaller separate cords. Well, how do you do that? You just tie the ends together. Oh, okay. So you can like clip your paracord and take out those clipped strands and then just tie them onto each other. Tie them together and you can make a very long cord. So if you've got seven strands in there and you're carrying a hundred feet, you could actually get as much as 700 feet, 700 (laughs) feet of the strands. Maybe a little bit less because you've got to knot it and that takes a little bit of, but but you're talking about you know, a 100% increase per strand, basically. So. 700%. I mean, per strand is what I'm saying. Oh, 100% yes. of the length per strand. Yes, is, yes. I know I'm not the math teacher, but I think my math was pretty good. <laughs> I think so. Well, hey, you know, this time. <laughs> but you can make fishing line out of I it. I was going to say, I think fishing line would be a great use for paracord mm-hmm. because it's it generally doesn't get knotted or curl up. It would be great for the fishing application. All you need to do is unravel it and make that fishing line for emergency situations. Now, you can cut a stick in the woods, preferably green, to make a limber rod if you needed to, to be able to fish with. But that small fishing line that you could be able to use. You can also make traps. It's used in trap construction and you can create snares, traps, or even nets by fashioning the inner strands together. I guess you could make a knotted pattern, and it'll create a bit of a yeah a type of a net. Yes, you could easily make a net with that. Emergency sewing. Okay, so now we're talking. Yeah, you've got this big rip in your pants. You've got you know something that's gonna a sleeve has been torn, and you can just take some of those interior strands and unravel them. And if you've got a sewing needle or something like that, yeah, you can just use that as a makeshift thread 
And certainly whatever you sew it up with, it's going to stick together. And a rip in your backpack. Exactly. Even yeah. if you had to take your knife and make small holes. What about a rip in feed your... Feed it through and oh, tie it. And a rip in your tent. You know, people get it rips in their be. tents. You can be. You can make a little stitching type of a pattern there. How about dental floss? Well, I suppose if it's thin enough of a strand. The strand would be thin enough mm-hmm. to use. Now, some folks that I have met and been on enough meth, they could use full-size paracord. You they really could... want to do the meth thing? Oh, God. Come on. For the rest of us, uh-huh. use the little small strands of it, and you can do that. Uh-huh. How about emergency sutures? I've never thought of an inner strand as an emergency suture. Now, we're talking an emergency situation, uh-huh. and you want to sterilize it and use it for that emergency wound closure. How would you sterilize it? Boiling water. I was going to say, you can't light it on fire. It burns no. up. Boiling water. Oh, boiling water. Okay. Interesting. Hey, you know what else you can use it for? What? A bowstring for like a bow and arrow. You can use these inner strands to create a bowstring for hunting or self-defense. Yeah, and this is an emergency situation. Exactly. This is where you break a string in a survival situation. So you make one. You can braid several of those strands together and make a bowstring. You know what else you can use it for? It's some form of a tinder. You can use it as a fire starter. Mm-hmm. You get a fire started and you've got some of that cloth strand, it'll ignite. And a lot of times that nylon will ignite quickly, you mm-hmm. know, and have a nice hot fire quick. You can build trip wires with it. Oh, and that's, self-defense. That's where you take the small strands and you tie them together and you put a perimeter around your camp. And you put noisy things on there so that anybody coming in trips that wire. I've known of people that actually carry sets of cowbells or some kind of metal bell type Mm -hmm. thing. And they do make that very thing. They'll take paracord and they'll make that perimeter and they'll string those bells. And they may make more than one perimeter. They may make a low one Mm -hmm. and then one maybe a foot above that in case somebody thinks, oh, I'm smart. I can step over a low string. And then they hit that higher string. And those bells will sound pretty clearly and pretty actively. And that low one will also capture anyone trying to crawl, trying to crawl. Exactly. Okay. Tripwire. Nice idea. You ever been off somewhere and broken your shoelaces? I have. You can make emergency shoelaces out of these things. With with the small strands, you can use them on any type of shoe. Now, a lot of boots, you can use the full-size 550 paracord. Oh, sure, yeah. But on some things, you're going to need a smaller line, so you can use those inner strands. So there you have it, 24 uses for paracord. Well, I'm going to tell you. I've learned something today. And we're going to put this list on the episode notes. And if you want those, go to practicalprepping.info slash 400, and you'll be able to get that. Hey, and we want to tell you something really special. Today's cup of coffee comes from Diana, who became a member this week. Thank you, Diana, for buying us a cup of coffee. We really do appreciate that, and I am drinking a cup right now. Well, while he's doing that, let me give you this information. We have reprised the Practical Prepping Monthly Newsletter. So if you aren't receiving it yet, you need to email us at 
info at practicalprepping.info, or just use that contact link on our website. And just mention newsletter, and we'll get you right up there on the top of that list, and we'll send you out the most current one. If you receive value from the podcast, would you help us out by giving back a little by buying us a cup of coffee, just like Diana did? We want to upgrade the software we use for the podcast, and your help would be greatly appreciated. And you'll find the link to that on the front page of the website. And as Krista always says, Stuff happens. Stay prepared with your paracord. And we'll see you next time.